welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So I just want to jump right into it. I have been in quarantine for almost two months now. And so that has really, really shaped a lot of how I view money, how I am helping other people with money, the way that I've been giving advice to people on money. Honestly, quarantine has been a bit of a blessing for us, as crazy as that sounds. Both my husband and I, we have both been able to save a ton more money, throw a lot more money at debt. We just passed our $31,000 in debt payoff in the last 16 months. So we've got just under 17 to go. Almost all of that's the car. So I'm so freaking proud of the accomplishment that we have done to have that experience. And so what I've been doing is I've been looking back at what we've done, what has been the most important things for us to do during that process. How the heck did we go from barely scraping by, being so, so deeply in debt, not necessarily having money for anything, anything extra where we cut off everything to where we are now, where honestly we do splurge on some fun things, but we are a full month ahead on all of our bills and that's our rent, phone, utilities, all that good stuff is paid through June, beginning of May right now. So we have gotten ahead. We have pushed so far forward in the last 16 months and some of the ways that we have done that, I am just going to run down for you guys real quick because I think they're so, so important that you do not have to make six figures a year to get out of debt. And I sincerely mean that. We did not even come close to my six-figure goal last year. We didn't, but because we were smart about our money, we had a plan and we knew what the heck we were doing, we were still able to pay off that 31 freaking thousand dollars. And right now we're just throwing huge, huge chunks of money to get debt-free by the end of this summer. Let's go through some of the biggest money habits that you should be adhering to. You might've heard other people say before and you were just like, eh, whatever, that's not for me. I don't think I'm gonna like that. Or you've tried it and you failed or you tried and then you were like, this isn't really working and you gave up after like a month. This is not an overnight experience. It's not. Getting out of debt is not something that you just do overnight unless you win the freaking lottery. And if you win the freaking lottery, the first thing you better do is pay off all your dang debt because most people, when they win the lottery, do not manage their money well. Pay off what you need to first before you lose the rest of it. Let's just dive right into these and I hope that they are gonna be super helpful for you. So the first thing that you should definitely focus on is whenever you get a pay increase, save it. So my husband, he got a raise halfway through last year. We did not change how we lived. We did not change a single thing about how we were living. We pretended, and for all intents and purposes, we lived off of what his original income was. And we lived off of what my original income when we started our debt-free journey was. We knew how much money we were making a month. We had averaged that out. And that was what we knew we needed. That was all that we knew we needed. So everything after that, everything after that really became going into savings, paying off debt, really, really throwing hundreds and hundreds of dollars at our debt every month. We practice the snowball method. So we pay off our debts from smallest to largest, whatever they are. And we were able to do that because we did have a pay increase, but we did not change our style of living. We did not do that. And that's kind of like what goes into the next thing that's so, so important is to maintaining a lifestyle that you can sustain. I know how exciting it probably is to get a really good job and be making more money than you've ever made and decide that now is the time to buy 
that house. Now is the time to get a new car, buy a house because your new job is freaking awesome and you're like 60 days into it and you're like, this is going to be the rest of my life. I can get a house now and I can get a car. Six months later, something bad happens and you are just shackled with those new things because you did not build a lifestyle that you could sustain. And I mean that in every aspect. You should still be getting until you are completely debt free and still even after that still even after that, you should be living on less than you make. You should think about your life. You should pay no more than 30% of your income to your housing and your survival. You just shouldn't. You should not be spending more money than that on where you live. And for a lot of people, that's going to be very hard. They want the really, really nice apartment. They want the fancy condo. They want the house when really you should just have a couple roommates and be saving eight, $900 every single month because that is sustainable. You are going to be able to get into the if you want way faster when you're having a lower low-key lifestyle. When we moved to Nashville, we upgraded our apartment in terms of we have a two-bedroom now. We downgraded literally everything else. Our cost of living here is half of what we were doing in Denver. And that has helped us so, so very much. We reevaluated our lifestyle so that we know what we need here to survive for food, utilities, all that good stuff. That cost of living is significantly less less than when we were in Denver. So now all of the extra, because we, you know, we're still making kind of the same money that we were making back there here. And all of that extra is going towards our debt. Change what your situation is. Downgrade, downgrade where you can. You don't have to live in the nicest thing. You don't have to have the newest new everything. Like that's so, so important. Now, the way we were able to do that is because we budget. If you are not budgeting, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. You need to figure it out. You just have to figure it out. I don't care what kind of budget you even do. Just some basic bare bones. Like this is how much my rent is. These are my utilities. If you get nothing else, know exactly how much money you need to spend on your housing situation and your basic necessities. That's the bare bones budget. If you do not have a budget, I can get you a budget in my Facebook group. It's called Money Works Tribe. It is going to be on Facebook. It is our money community. I have my how we got out of debt budget plan. Exactly what we used like step by step what I filled out every single month for us to pay off our debt what I am still using right now you can find that at my group the link is going to be in the show notes here and I can't freaking wait to see you there because it is one of my new favorite things pouring into this group helping everyone with their money advice and we also do weekly prizes so you can win $25 and you can also earn a $75 donation to your local charity or your food bank that is so so important to me to be able to give back. I have budgeted in being able to give back. This used to not be something that we could do, but because we've paid off so much debt, I'm able to give back now. So that is going to be in my Money Works Tribe. It's on Facebook. Links in the show notes. You'll be able to get my step-by-step how I did this budget for free right there. Now, one of the things that we did when we were getting debt-free, the first thing that we did is we got rid of my husband's credit card. Now, bless his heart, he was definitely one of those people who he had a credit card card that he paid off every month. He was very, very good about that. He paid it off every single month because he wanted to give rewards points. One of my favorite Dave Ramsey quotes ever is nobody ever, ever got rich off the rewards points for their credit card. It was just paying interest. It was just spending money that he did technically have. He literally had the money in his checking account and he chose to use his credit card. So we got him off the credit card as quick as we can. It was not a ton of money. Thankfully, just stop putting it on the credit card and telling yourself that you're going to repay it or that you want the points. The points are not going to help you in the long 
long-term, they're really not. The percentage point of points that you're getting back versus what you're spending is so unnecessary. It's not going to help. Just say no to the freaking credit card because it is too easy for you to let it spiral. It's too easy to get out of control with it, to put this thing, that thing, the next thing, and then be like, well, I made my minimum payment of like $25 on my $2,000 credit card and I can just pay it off later. It's too easy to get caught in that trap. So just get rid of the credit card, get rid of it, get rid of it. I'm sorry. It's hard. Say bye-bye. It's gone. It's done with everything. Now, because we stopped using the credit card and we had to use cash for everything, we had to become very patient. We could no longer just casually drop four or $500 on something, we had to be patient for it. And because we had to be patient for it, there were a lot of things that we found that we just wanted that we didn't need. And when you realize that you don't need something and it's simply a want, it's kind of amazing because then you can decide whether or not you want it enough. Do you want it enough to save two or three months for it? How important is it? You learn to reprioritize how important things actually are. And if they're really going to help move you towards the goal you're actually looking for. So we reprioritized a ton of stuff. We spent a lot of time being very patient and things like our move to Nashville, we were very patient about that. We saved a lot of money. We sacrificed a whole heck of a lot of things in order to move to Nashville. We really did, but because we were knew we were moving to Nashville, our cost of living was going down and we were going to be able to really just accomplish what we have a lot faster. That worked out in our favor. Patience is so vital, so freaking vital, and I cannot stress that enough. Enough, just be patient. This process is arduous. It's hard. It's long. It is not very fun. It is so freaking fun to go out, spend money, and buy a bunch of stuff and have things to take pictures of and point at. When you spend a whole bunch of money on your debt, you don't necessarily have a whole lot to point at. When we spend money on the car, I'm like, at least there's a car. But when we spend a lot of money on like student loans and stuff, it's like, what is the tangible here? I can't point at something and be like, oh, that's what my student loans bought me. It's just harder. It's easier to be like, oh, look, I bought this, I don't know, this fancy computer, these nice shoes, this luxury handbag. It's easier to point at things and be like, well, this is what my money bought me and it was great, as opposed to the idea. But we all want to be debt-free and it's so, so freaking important. Those are kind of like my big, big, big tip for really what you should be focusing on. Like in quarantine, a lot of people have had to learn to budget. A lot of people have had to learn to reassess what is, what isn't important, all that good stuff. And so I hope any of these are helpful for you. Let me know. Leave me a comment. iTunes. Join my money group. Let's chat about it. And I'm just so freaking excited for all of y'all to go debt-free as soon as possible, to live the absolute best life of your dreams, and to know that you can be good at money. Money can be your friend, and you can be so, so deeply involved in the right way that your life is just nothing but fun and excitement. And I'm just so freaking excited for y'all. Everybody going debt-free. Everybody joining my money group, getting free money, going debt-free supporting the world and just being a good human. I love y'all so much and we will chat on the next one. Bye.